Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I was right. Bonnie Hunt was in this show I watched on Showtime called Escape at Danamora. Oh, oh we, we love that show. That's good. Like, that, uh, yes. Uh, what was your name? Patricia Arquette was really yeah, good Yeah, I can't remember what part Bonnie Hunt was she in was like Escape the, at Danamora. She was like the district attorney or something. Oh, that's right. Trying to find That was it. a serious part for her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a great show. And then yeah, I think is. she was also in the last two like Toy Story movies. Mm-hmm. She has been or doing no, some Toy Story voice work. Cars, but Toy Story four and Cars three. She was she's hysterical. Yeah, and everybody loves her. And she's from Chicago. I could. She had a show, the Bonnie with Jonathan show. Winters. Oh, really? And I, she was his uh, daughter. And it was only on a couple seasons, and the critics loved it. It had, I, I guess, it didn't have the audience or whatever, but it was absolutely hysterical. Davis rules. Yes, that's oh, what it was that called. Was it was Jonathan such a funny Winters. show. Whenever it was that. on, it was a time period. Rocco, I never learned how to use a VCR, so if I wasn't home hmm. or I didn't have a boyfriend who I could, you know boss around oh my gosh to go to my house to record something right. I, just, I think of that old vhs stuff when we tried to tape it and my dad was the worst Ugh. it looked he, like it was on two seasons and it moved from abc to cbs and then I, that was it yeah what uh, was that on like in the late 90, 91 Bonnie. and 92 Two, yeah it was just a funny funny show also starring randy quaid mm-hmm. oh my <sighs> gosh who's on the run in canada <laughs> not so. to come back to the u.s okay listen to this Holly sent this to me. You know, okay. she, they love, they go to the, the blinds to yes. crazy days and crazy yep. nights. This is the blind item from okay. yesterday. Okay. The long, long time plastic surgeon of this former A plus list, mostly movie actress, all of you know, has retired. It really shows when you see what happened to the face of the actress with the new surgeon she hired. She should have left it alone. She had the best, and now it is going downhill from here. And this was posted yesterday on the same day that the photos come out of Demi Moore oh. uh, walking in the Fendi show oh. in Paris with her, her new face. New face. That and looks, I guess you're kidding me. It, you know what's disturbing is she's so gorgeous. She's just so gorgeous. And well, look at this blind. She is. She had one of. She had the best. And he retired. She had the bet, but she was perfect the way she, she the really was. she was at. It was subtle, subtle, great work. Great. Great. So beautiful. That's so unfortunate. It's, I'm telling I'm you, she went a- and got the Madonna Circa 2009 thing. And where they- Madonna had the weird, painful, ma- madam-looking cheeks. I guess Demi didn't 
realize that people were going to notice because I saw some side pictures. Oh, they're horrible. It wasn't makeup. No, she looks like Her Madam from... have slid down. Oh. You know... Jeez, I don't know what to say, Jules. She's so gorgeous. She is, like, so gorgeous that she didn't need to do it. That's the whole thing, because she's fit and thin and doesn't put anything bad in Remember her body. Remember Madonna did it? Oh, Madonna just... Madonna, and 2009. And she can't come back. Oh, I mean, my kid's going through a Michael Jackson phase right now. How are you? Is speaking he... of another plastic, you know, just some oh. people don't know when to stop. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to see. Well, Michael Jackson I, had I would body like you dysmorphia. to deal with your wrinkles, though. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's just you. crazy. I do. There are some things that are so effective to have done. And the thing, the rule that we heard early on is always do it way before anyone thinks you're going to do it. Way be, Remember, like if you're going to do something, do it before it needs to be done and anyone knows you're going to do it. Right. I think we've missed that window. No, we did stuff. Yeah, but not a facelift or anything. No, so, right. you're so you on know, that I'm facelift. Corey wants a facelift so Rocco, bad. But I'm <laughs> lazy and afraid. And then, you know. But I've seen some really good ones. And we've seen some really bad ones. It but will, Demi Moore has had surgery before. She has she done. Has, when she did G.I. Jane, okay, when she was living in Idaho, she did her boobs. When she got separated from Bruce Willis and was dating her fitness instructor, yes, and was starting to do the GA gene, she did her knees. We had never heard about a knee lift before. She did that a little bit later, okay? But she did her knees. She did her boobs. Those are all fine. That doesn't matter. But when you deal with your face, you are dealing with. You have to she deal with an expert. The, her lung. She had the best. It's like Jane's. She had a great jawline. She yeah. she's so gorgeous. This is. Well, this is tragic. Just look at the Lori and Julia show page if you haven't seen the photos yet, and you will agree. It's just so bummer. Now, I had to someone, show everyone a tennis lesson. Now, like, someone who does not look like they have Ellie face, and, and she just only has the bad eyebrows. Holly posted all the photos of Pamela Anderson, um, her wedding Beautiful. photos. She just looks amazing. She, she just has amazing. the dated eyebrows, yeah. but whatever. She's not doing the wackadoo no, stuff. Her isn't. face is moving. Her face. Her and even is though and it emoting. isn't moving, for some reason people feel like they need to have all this, um, this high cheekbone crap. It just well, doesn't I look natural. Well, I think the doctor told her it's going to lift up your face or whatever. Get a damn facelift then, instead of putting all the ejectables in. That's what she did something. Think, but there's, it looks like that's our, we got to stop. This yeah. is, this is. You, you just have to look at the pictures, and you'll know what we're saying. It, it. It feels tragic and wrong. It does, Julia. It's disappointing. We'll see what she looks like when she's had her her face is rested for six months. And 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 she should have let that happen before she walked in. Someone the should show. have advised her. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I got all excited. Warner Brothers tease. They have this. They revealed same day premieres, and it's kind of a mashup of all the movies that Warner Brothers that's coming out in twenty twenty one. Okay. So it's. Like, you're seeing 10 trailers in one thing. Okay. So Holly posted this. Okay. And we see The Sopranos. There's a movie, the prequel. Did you watch The Sopranos, Rocco? You had yes. to. Yeah. And so his son is, he was in Ocean's 8, Michael Gandolfini. Right. He had a, a part in it. But 20 seconds in, we see, like, I'm talking 
15 seconds of the Sopranos prequel, a movie called The Many Saints of New York, and it's the young James Gandolfini character in Newark. You just see it for a second, but he looks so much like his dad. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's that's posted. We also see a little snippet of Dune, The Suicide Squad, King Richard, Space Jam, Blah, blah, blah. I know you guys are excited for Godzilla, Godzilla versus King Kong. I'm actually, that Kong. is what is up on my screen right now. And I'm just with, like, what is that? With Alexander Skarsgård. Is Julia. he in? Yes, is he, he is. In a, I, I don't like those movies, though. That's not my stuff. I know. it did. I did kind of watch the other trailer of it, and it did kind of look epically good, bad. I'll probably know? watch it. Yeah, same. I'm I watched not, that WandaVision show on Disney Plus. For years. You, you wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't well, like it. I just give us an but idea. It's, I mean, um, it's like a you know sci-fi kind of thing. But each episode, they take on like a different um, decade of sitcoms. So the first episode is like a '50s I Love Lucy kind of style. Then they move into like a '60s sort of I don't know Brady Bunchish sort of style. And then they move into the '70s. So the next episode, I'm sure, is going to be '80s. But then it's kind of got this weirdness to it. It's it's I like it because it's weird and retro. But yeah. I don't think you guys would like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. I'm Give me. Interested. You know what I just found is my five things you didn't know about The Sopranos. Oh. And that would be a show to go back and watch. Oh my gosh, yeah. that show was epic. Okay, so James G- Gandolfini died in 2013. Um, the Sopranos shares 28 cast members with the movie. Goodfellas, twenty eight. Wow, twenty eight. Remember when this they came oh, the, yeah. the year they were nominated for the yep. SAG Award? Oh my gosh, they were smitten with you. Mm-hmm. James Gandolfini was not the first choice to play Tony. Really, according to David Chase, he originally envisioned Bruce Springsteen's guitarist Stevie Van Zant as the top dog. He saw Van Zant giving a speech at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and found him funny and charming. He also thought he looked like a younger Al Pacino. Mm. But HBO was not willing to roll the dice with a first-time actor for such an important role, which was why Gandafino was cast. But Chase didn't give up on having Van Sant as part of the show. He wrote in a character, especially for him, Silvio. Da- Silvio. Silvio da- Dante. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was a great, that was a great character. Was too. it? Yeah. yeah. The producers wanted Lane Bra- Lorraine Bracco to play Tony's wife. Mm. Oh, Instead really? of Instead Edie of Falco. The therapist? They thought she'd be better at Camilla Soprano. Um, however, Bracco had a different idea and asked to play Dr. Jennifer Milf- Milfi. Is that, am I saying mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Tony's psychiatrist. She was right because she garnered four Emmy noms and three Golden Globes. Um, let's see. The other thing was James Gandolfino resolved a salary. Yeah, dis- again, James Gandolfino. Gal- Fini. Fini, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, all right, fine, whatever. Well, I just want all to right, say it. He anyway. resolved a salary dispute on the show before season five. The cast of The Sopranos was involved in a salary dispute among the cast members, according to the actor who portrayed Tony's wife. The group staged a sit-in, which virtually stopped the show in its track to help quell tensions. Gandolfini split his bonus among the regular cast members, giving them each $33,333 of his own money. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I thought that show ended perfect. Perfect. Yeah, the scene. I, uh, yeah. But I like... Did you, Racco? I actually did. I did not make it to the end. We just, we sort of ran out of gas. You you ran out of gas. It's one of those things I do want to go back and watch. Yeah. I know. It's one of those ones. 
That's when you do. Someone left someone on the shelf because I have a whole bunch of shows. Casey's left me hanging on the Netflix well, ledge. It's not that we didn't like it. It just we, <laughs> we ran out of steam or something. Yeah. We're just hanging on the Netflix ledge. ledge. Well, you that was such a thing, and we didn't have streaming back then. So you would every yeah, Sunday night the, watch yeah. these shows, you know. Or I got the Netflix discs in the mail. Yeah. Oh, remember that? Yeah. yeah. And we did a thing where we were doing the last couple of seasons of Sopranos dinner. Brian Lambert and his wife and yep. Casey and I, and then Colleen, Colleen Cruz and uh, her husband Colin Colvert at the time. Yeah. Bring some gabagool and some. Yes, uh, exactly. What did they call the sauce? So- the gravy? What do they call that on the, the, the sauce. sauce? Yeah, the sauce. That's a, yeah, the sauce. In the sauce. The sauce. All right, All right look at the time. Uh, look at the time. No one here is a guma, but it's not for lack of trying. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is a my talk dirt alert. Hey Holly. Good afternoon. We're ready for our Thursday dirt. Yeah, we are. Fantastic. Let's talk about Megan Fox wearing a ring on that finger. So Lori, we were wrong. Well, I was just worried. I hadn't, but I knew they were out in Newport Beach last week. So I knew they were still together. Yes, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly still together because they showed up at Saturday Night Live in New York City. He's going to be the musical guest. That's right. Megan Fox showed up wearing a ring on that finger. So sparking some rumors, some speculation maybe that they're taking it next level. Now, before they take it to the engagement level, I think that Megan Fox has to consider legally wrapping up her... Getting divorced. Yeah, getting divorced from Brian Austin Green because Mm -hmm. that legally has not happened yet. But uh, the pair were spotted out and about uh megan fox wearing some pink cat ears and a hot pink leopard sweater mm. straight from the hot topic collection of 2001 i love it <laughs> so there they are they're still together so he's the musical guest this weekend yes yes so she's there showing some support some yeah they were support. last in new york together for new year's eve where he was on the Dick Clark, uh, Rockin' New Year's Eve show, and he was quite good. Yeah. Oh, he's looking quite handsome. Isn't he? Yeah, he's wearing a black jumpsuit and a black puffer coat and carrying a CVS bag. So, well, you you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Wendy Williams is opening up about how she hired a private investigator to follow her then-husband, Kevin Hunter. And that is how she found out that Kevin was having a baby with another woman. Oh, she hired. Wait this is what we're going to find we out in the this. movie that she we hired a this. PI. Yeah, we we knew this because this came out in the Daily Mail last year, I think, didn't it? I don't know. Ooh, I, can, I feel like I knew this. Well, it, you, it could very well be the case. Can't confirm that right now, but let's go with that. But she's telling E News's Daily Pop that uh, she admitted that she had known about Kevin Hunter's infidelity for some time, but at the time of her divorce... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. First in April of 2019, she was methodically planning the best way to leave her marriage. She said there were secrets that I was keeping. It wasn't about not being vulnerable. It was about waiting for the right time because I was methodically planning to get out of my marriage. I still played I love you, I love you. And she said, this is what a smart girl does if she's playing the role of being the loving wife. In the meantime, you know, the private investigator was following Kevin and Sharina Hunter on vacation. Yeah, Julia, the Daily Mail published photos. Wendy Williams, that was the first she'd heard about that other house. You're right. And then she hired the PI. And we're going to find this is coming out in the movie. That's when she found out that he had another home and this other woman. You're right. Well, Wendy Williams said that the private investigator followed Sharina to her gynecologist appointment, and that's how the private investigator ended oh. up finding out that Sharina Hudson was having a child with Kevin Hunter. This is what a lot of PIs do. Well, they, they're uh, investigating. Yeah. They're trying to figure. You know, this is a. Remember, when so we had that PI on, and she oh, said yes. like half of her cases are were for cheating, divorce or cheating. cheating. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And she also said, Wendy Williams, uh, that she was reluctant to speak out about all the drama that was happening between herself and Kevin Hunter because she was concerned about Kevin Jr., the child that they have together, yeah. who's, a, who's a young adult. But still, you know, it's like this is our private stuff. <laughs> and well, now it's all out in the public. Yeah. All right. When does the Wendy Williams Lifetime original movie come Saturday out? Saturday night. night. Oh, mm-hmm. what Fantastic. are you doing? What am I doing? I'm going to mm. watch uh, Wendy Williams fictitiously pass out on the set of her talk show dressed as the Statue of Liberty. I like okay. the actress that's playing Wendy there's the actress and then there's a there's the movie and then Wendy sat down with a very cry 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 documentary following the movie right yeah called called what a mess well you know when Wendy Williams is asking well somebody asked well why are you doing this movie now Wendy Williams said lifetime came with the proposal that I wanted and then she said you know at the time maybe we were going to do something but I was still married but she says now I'm in a different place in my life lifetime called and I answered and Kevin said no to everything yeah Yeah. he did and she had to pay him some money so she was probably glad to get some coin for this oh I like this and not have to pay yeah him oh sure yeah being in control of the narrative and then uh, reaping the financial rewards from it makes sense all right this is a little vintage scandal i suppose i mean i know it's thursday but do you you guys both watch the crown or at least some of it so in season three one of the episodes of the crown was about the making of a documentary of the british royal family this is a real thing that was made for the bbc called royal family it was eventually so embarrassing to them they thought that they shelved the whole thing Real, I do remember this. I do too. Yes. Yeah, so the Queen ordered this. Queen Elizabeth ordered this because they were having a PR crisis. In as much as the British royal family was not seen as being kind of quote unquote relatable enough, well, they put it in the vault because it aired, and then they're like, "We don't want anybody to see this ever again." Well, apparently, somebody leaked the whole thing on YouTube. They come across as snotty as you see them come across in season four of The Crown, as far as the very entitled people. 
Yeah, you know, you can see little bits of this documentary royal family on YouTube, like just mm-hmm. a couple minutes at a time. But the whole darn thing was leaked and thousands of people watched it. It was eventually taken down from YouTube due to a copyright claim. Mm-hmm. But now it's out of wow. the bag. This would be fascinating to sit Season down and watch four the of The Crown has completely undone. 20 years of PR work. The one that we just had. Yes, the right, one we I'm just going, saw. I'm going in and watching it. completely it. undid everything as far as Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles. Julia, have you? are you up to date on The Crown or where did you no. start and stop? I, the first episode of this new season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worth good. it. It's, it's good. Lori has told it's, me and you loved it. And I know it's better than season three. Season in three was hard. Every, it's, it. Oh yeah. Season, season three, three had no continuity. Mm-hmm. Each one was like a standalone new. episode. Yep. This I think has a whole continuity with it that we had in season one and two. Oh yeah, and the mm-hmm. actors playing Charles and Diana so do good. just do, do such a good job. Yeah, you know, I didn't finish season three of The Crown for those exact reasons. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, nah, well, no. you know, I'll, I can Wikipedia that. But right. I think for the drama alone, season four of The Crown is quite delicious. If yeah. you, all right, if good. you haven't crossed that one off of your list, uh, Jane Krakowski is not dating Mike Lindell from My Pillow exclusively over at page 6 a source is saying that she's dating an architect named David Rockwell for 2 years for 2 years yeah. yes we knew that i love her mm-hmm. no, well, someone she... just started watching the unbreakable kimmy schmidt and is just getting a that's kick a funny out of show it. isn't it that's a funny show yeah that one and then going back to watch 30 rock too yeah i uh, never did 30 rock they're funny it would be interesting to watch them now just that we've had like some space in between when that show first came out and Mm now and uh i've watched a few they hold up pretty well but the source says that jane has been dating david rockwell for a couple of years now very quietly and friends are speculating that if the strange story about jane and what they call the quote-unquote silly my pillow guy was a game of telephone maybe somehow rockwell turned into lindell in rumorville oh oh funny funny. did you ever watch that show episodes on Showtime with Matt LeBlanc? I've watched a few. Oh, it's, oh that was one of our favorites. Mm. Just asking? Yeah, yeah just asking. Okay. We were just suggesting. People oh, are yeah. looking for just like some funny shows. Oh, yeah. And that's a good one. Yeah, that is totally a good one. Totally I, skewering Hollywood, and it's just delightfully brilliant. Oh, fabulous. I mean, there. you know, if you feel like you've watched everything. You haven't. You haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. You'll be able to find some good stuff. I haven't watched Netflix, The History of Swear Words, like Either Rocco has, Rocco hosted by Nicholas right. Cage. But there have been many theories about swearing. And swearing has been deemed the language, you know, of the poor and the impoverished. And that you don't you don't have much of an education if you swear. But then there's so there, many better words to use than that. Well, there is, but yet there are so many theories and and studies and actual science that sounding like a sailor is a sign of intelligence, creativity. And we know from numerous uh, studies Superpowers that help you endure pain. Oh, 100%. If you get hurt, they you did, say a swear word, it they is did, relaxed. Yeah, yep. they did a study. Um, this was in um, the Keogh University of Psychology, and they had people put their hands in tubs of ice water. And the people who swore versus the people who couldn't swear anything, 
could keep their hands in longer. And that is why it's such an automatic thing to say a bad word or maybe if someone's in labor or whatever and you'll hear it in movies and go ahead and swear there's no one to hear you scream and cuss at the top of your lungs right because it is the benefit of it is that um it helps you endure more pain to say the cuss words okay right. so they the, have that's on the show is it yeah check it out the nicholas cage show. oh really okay yeah. yeah and so there's a guy timothy J, professor emeritus of psychology at the massachusetts college of liberal arts who has studied swearing for more than 40 years my mother could have gone into business yeah. with them he said the advantages of swearing are many and that the benefits of swearing have really emerged in the last two decades as a result of all this research on brain and emotion with better technology to study brain anatomy. Do they get into some of this in the history of swear words, Rocco, I just, all the studying that has been done? Yeah, I just know they do a they do the experiment where they make them hold their hands in ice cold water and one group gets to swear and one group doesn't. And the people that swear last a lot longer. Way longer. Oh, right. And um, he he told the New York Times in an interview, um, there's an evolutionary, he believes, um, advantage to using that kind of lingo, or we would not have evolved to do it. And he said the myth that only, you know, people, that it's a poverty of vocabulary yeah. that leads people to swear, that is not true. Um, and... It, there's another woman who wrote a book called Swearing is Good for You, um, that swearing triggers your fight or flight response. And people who swear more are likely to have a bigger vocabulary than their clean-tongued peers. And it's got nothing to do with being lazy or uneducated. People who swear are often confident in the use of their taboo <laughs> words to articulate exactly what they mean. And swearing is correlated with verbal fluency, that it just, they go together um, and, you know, just that's right. going to be so, around. All right. Yeah. It's going to, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And uh, it's also people also view people who swear or sprinkle in swear words as being more honest in oh, other really? studies. Okay. Yeah. Because when you swear, you trigger the right side of your brain, which is the creative side of your right. brain. Okay. So, you know. I, I, I'm I a fan, mm-hmm. although I do try to curb it. I can't help myself. Well, I, I do like to swear every once. I like it. Yeah. I think it's a fun word to say, my favorite word. Yes. <laughs> Probably begins with an F. It's fun to do. It's fun yeah. to say. Let's, Mine let's, is. Um, let's take it every day. Puckery. Yeah, you do like that one. <laughs> mm-hmm, I like yeah, that you word. Use, you use more um, f- f- uh, flourishes in my word. I like to add a little You do, and you, but you use harsher words. E- even though the F one seems like it would be harsh, I think it's not as harsh as some other words that you use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like rock blocker. <laughs> yes, like I'd never say that. Or rock sticker yeah i would never say that either <laughs> or we don't really say see you next tuesday no, but ever. sometimes you ever need to be ever described ever that. ever we don't oh, say that 
I can think of twice you've ever said it, Lori. <laughs> Come on. Still. And it's someone twice. Okay, I've but, known you 30 years. Right, but I mean, I must have been appropriate. I really felt strongly about well, somebody. Well, the only time we ever have ever used that word is when we felt so strongly. Yeah. I mean, that word is... Just... Okay. Now, we always hear the saying, dogs are man's best, best friend. friend, right? They're women's too. Well... This is from um, Washington State University okay. out in Seattle. Because r- dogs are the oldest, most widespread domesticated animal in history. They're fantastic. You know, and, but few studies have explored the bond between, you know, humans and animals. And so the Washington State University Anthropology Department did a study and um of course, we know that climate and hunting are obvious factors in how humans and dogs, uh, you know, bonded. In fact, right. many people think you know, it's part wolves were domesticated uh, dogs or whatever. But here's what they found. Humans are more likely to regard dogs as a type of person if the dogs had a special relationship with women. They were more likely to be included in family life. Treated with more affection, people had greater regard for them. So it's dogs' relationships with women that have a greater impact on the dog-human bond than the relationships dog and dogs and men have. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, because of course, dogs and people are like peanut butter and jelly. But our modern society, let's face it, it's a blip in human history. Okay. When you look at the big but, right, but I, I, scheme I, of things. I'm making my mom get in the car with me and drive to Montana to see a dog. Yeah. It just makes people happy. I mean. But dogs get more of a personhood when they are, when there is a woman involved in the life. I agree. Whereas I agree. a dog, like a guy that's single that well, might have two the, dogs, they're the, the hunting dogs. Or the goo goo gooey. Come yeah. here, puppy. Mm-hmm. Sit on my lap. Yeah. Come on, puppy. <laughs> so, Come on, baby. Anyway, no, I get it. So there you go. There's that. Now this, um, this is probably not going to come as a surprise to anybody. But you know, there's a theory. You know, some, sometimes. Well, today we were listening to a song that was giving you, I would call them musical chills. Solomon Burke, "Cry oh, to Me." That is Brock. Or you might have to find that. Oh, I mean, okay. that song just we we were dancing in the double wide today. And uh, here is the deal: is that felt good. they did the EEG brain scans of people, and they wanted to say, "Is this theory about actually getting a musical chill at a certain point, or right away, and listening to a song that really gets you?" And guess what? Musical chills are happening in your brain. For certain songs that really, really grab you. It can be like a tingle. You just start moving. It It triggers the feel-good hormone dopamine. Yes. And... I would agree with that. Yeah. Here we go. People know this song. Bones just gave me some chills. Yes. Oh, no. I'm going to listen to that. What's the name of the song It's called Cry to Me, and it's Solomon Burke, and I was... But there's a Tom Jones version, too. He Well, he did it on that one show. The X Factor. Remember? Oh. He just started started singing it, but there will be a song where you just hear and you go, you feel like you have... You got to get up and move, too. But it's giving you the chills. People will describe, oh, the song is... And they... It really... Your favorite favorite songs send your brain into pleasure overload mm. 
substantially different than if you're just listening to something and it's just, you know, whatever. But right. then there's a song, oh, you know, whatever that song might be. Yeah, it's really, it happens. It's a real, real deal. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing, love. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy Little about that. Solomon Burke. I like that. I like Cry that. to Me. I saw him play at the um, Bayfront Blues Fest. I, I like Lord, 10 years ago, he came. The two of you, I feel like you guys have. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Seen everybody Rocco, everywhere. He was kind of a big man. He came out in a throne and he had like a robe on and a crown. And really? I mean, we were going crazy up front dancing because he's got so his voice he may have become bigger and i he must have been in his 70s when he was playing or maybe late 60s but um his voice was just oh so rich and so good people were losing their minds dancing Mm. to him Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway that is those are my theories we do get musical chills dog is man's best friend because of women and the science of swearing is the sign of intelligence and creativity. I like that. So Lori. go forth and watch the history of swear words on Netflix. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is he pretty good uh, host? Yeah, I like Nicholas him. Cage. Uh, he's funny and he's pretty subdued. He's not his crazy self. I don't how think, um how uh, how is his uh, hair? It's very chestnut. Okay, good and dark. Yeah, yeah. I've only watched two. I watched the F word one and the S word one. Yeah, that's nice. You can just pick by yeah. your favorite one. I bet the F one is the big one. That everyone Probably. wants I think to that's know. The, I think that's episode one, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the favored word. It really. Short and sweet and rhymes mm-hmm. with a lot. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, just sitting in his chair. Not even a warm-up or anything. Yeah, no. he's in his 80s, right, or something? No, we looked him up. He oh. was 79. 79. And I saw him at the Jazz Fest. He was 78. Okay, I've got a question for you. Yes, this dear. is just... A, this is... Uh, we have a lot of time on our hands. Okay. So someone is proposing to have gender neutral playing cards. What's that even mean? <laughs> no kings um, and queens? And- yeah. The kings aren't worth more than the queens. A 23 year old asked herself, why is the king worth more than the queen? We have this hierarchy that the king is worth more than the queen. And this subtle inequality influences people in their daily life because it's just another way of saying, hey, you're less important, but we don't have that many kings and queens in the world. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is just uh, too much time in your hands thought? Well, it's kind of like the PETA wanting for people to stop insulting humans with animal names. It's We've got a long road to go, but we've got other things to be worried about. And I would just say right now, uh, playing cards and uh, the... All of that, that can wait. That can wait. That All right, now wait. let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Does this sound good? Craft, you know, Valentine's Day is just right around the corner. Craft mm-hmm. um, is giving away packets to make mac and cheese taste like candy. Do you think this is smart or this is gross? So what they're doing is it would be um, candy. You have to go to candycraftmacandcheese.com to get it, but your mac and cheese will taste like sweet candy. Have you seen pictures? I have. 
the the pink one, right? Yeah, it looks like ground beef. I I can't do it. I, most kids love mac and cheese. They do not need to be persuaded. They'll True. even eat it with that strange orange color, which is so bloody good with butter and milk. Right. I, so, so I don't know. You know what's really good that they need to be persuaded to eat that. And maybe, but it might be fun. Instead, of, like you know, it's a boredom thing. It's a let's have some pink mac and cheese. Yeah, it's not a good idea to use food coloring anymore. I'm sure Colleen and Bradley will give it a taste test, and they'll, they'll give it a taste test. Yeah. They'll we'll leave use... some in the studio. Well, actually, they don't sit in that studio they anymore. Never do they never leave. No, they don't. Anything. Actually, there's always some Mario cookies around, but we don't share food right now. Right? Yeah, we don't share always, anything. They used to always do their cheat day, yeah. and they leave a they'd leave like a pile of nachos in there. Right? Maybe, right. You know? But no, now they're all in that. different studios, and yeah, yeah, not um, sharing food. Would you? Would you? Do you think that that um, people would like to hear Trevor Noah as Margot Robbie? In the big short, <laughs> explain the game stop. Oh, my kids have been all over this thing. Situation yeah. with trading and the yeah. markets and having all these stocks be inflated yes. by doing something. I want to hear it. Reddit. So Trevor Noah, just because if you remember, that is a great movie. The, the short, um, the big short, the big short, explaining how that. I want to say Robert Redford's in it, but who's the blonde guy in it? Yeah, The Big Short. Did you see that movie, Rocco? No, oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's, so good. it's so good. It's by the same guy who I think did Spotlight. Yeah, it explains Christian Bale everything that happened with uh, Steve Carell with the uh, you know whole scam with money. Ryan Grassling and Brad Pitt. That is a great movie. Great movie. And Margot Robbie, it, it it breaks the fourth wall, and she sometimes explains a, a tricky financial thing. From her bubble bath, drinking champagne, and looks in the camera and talks to you and tells you what's going on. Because a lot of times all of this is confusing, this money thing and how things happen. (laughs) So here's Trevor Noah. All right. Click this. Basically, there's a group of people on Reddit who don't use the stock market to invest. They use it to gamble. And yeah, that's what a lot of serious investors do too. But these guys on Reddit are more honest about it. And they love to troll the people who aren't. So there's a store called GameStop that sells video games. Not a great business to be in since games can be downloaded now. Which is why the serious investors decided to short GameStop, which means to bet against it. But the Redditors are gamers who have a semi-ironic love for the store. So they started making memes encouraging each other to punish the serious people by buying worthless GameStop stocks. Now instead of failing, GameStop is succeeding wildly. Not really, of course, not as a business. But come on, stocks are never real. The serious people have already lost $5 billion and some giant hedge funds have gone bankrupt. Got it? Good. Now, let's get out Margot Robbie's bathroom before she gets home and ask me what I'm doing here. The last time she caught me here was a bit awkward. That's fine. It looks like uh, crack on Crackle. Do you have Do you have that app on your Roku or whatever? You can watch The Big Short on there. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. it's it a is, great movie. It great really movie that totally explains and she it, would it does do, explains and all that. Get, and I thought that was clever of him to do it. It's like you know on the the young young people. It's like the TikTokers what they did with um, 
getting things trending and they just, yeah. Like sea shanties. Yeah, like sea shanties. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Give it all away except George Clooney. Now that we're Oh my gosh. I absolutely love it that you just keep playing that for us. This was a fun show today. Tomorrow, you know, is that big day with an F. Friday. Friday. New oh, music yeah. Friday. Feels, weekend feels like, picks. I got a few weekend picks to talk about. Do you? Good. Yeah. Please bring a lot. Yeah. We'll have uh, the Friday happy hour jukebox. We'll have to think. You guys got a theme in mind? No. you. We okay. like your surprise. You do such a good job on these right. games. Oh. We don't want to even just interrupt your interrupt mojo. Okay. Right. Thank Which you. Which is Lord. another way of us Same. saying we, we don't want to do that We don't want to do that job. No. <laughs> That's exactly Everybody it. have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.